What's up, party people? Once again, it is your girl, Court C, from Anywhere USA, coming to the city near you. I apologize for our absence in advance and the quality of this podcast as I'm using a pair of headphones with a microphone. I am currently working on getting all of our equipment and things together to give you guys more of a proper podcast and you know I'm really new at this so I'm trying something anyhow tonight I have decided that I just was going to be up and talk to you guys about our absence and you know what's been going on lately so as everybody knows well I said in my introduction I'm an essential worker I manage a store that was considered essential it's one of those places where you can go and buy everything you need for a low price but because of you know employment reasons I'm not allowed to say the name anyway I wanted to talk about what it means to be essential and what essential stores are for and you know this whole corona thing that's going on it's just my own opinion I'm not stating any facts I'm not judging or anything like that but what I am saying is essential, you know, needed, according to the papers that were given out, life-sustaining, such as food, water, you know, clothing, the things that you need on a day-to-day basis, cleaning products, soap, detergent, body wash, toothpaste. And if everybody was supposed to be staying at home, then everybody should have been coming out to buy what they need, stock up on the things that you need if you can afford to, and then, you know, go home. However, more often than not at my place of business, I see the same people every day, and I'll be real, I live in a low-income neighborhood. You know, there's a wide variety of people, but, you know, we don't make a lot of money. We're not a neighborhood that gets a lot of money. We're not part of the city of Pittsburgh. We're in a borough. So it's not the same, even though we may pay the same taxes. So a lot of us don't have it to like spend hundreds of dollars at once. We might have $10 here, $20 there. And that's perfectly understandable. You know, all of us at some point could relate, you know, paycheck by paycheck, or if you get a monthly check, or if you get government assistance, whatever the case may be, we live in a neighborhood where that is primarily the people who live here. Everybody is a little bit struggling, but, you know, working and trying to make it. So with the stay-at-home thing and a lot of people not working, we have people who come to essential places of business as places to meet up and hang, you know, and to an extent, I feel like human interaction is essential, you know, like, you can't just isolate yourself and not, like, have some type of physical contact with another person. It's just your basic instinct. It's a basic need. It's like, I can sit here and talk to you guys or video chatter, you know, go live and things like that. But it's not the same as having a face-to-face conversation. I've had some people come to the store to buy chips and candy and they come every day for these chips and these candies and these one bottles of water because they're not accustomed to being alone and a lot of them do live alone to an extent I can understand that but then you have people who come out 
to essential places for non-essential reasons unnecessarily and they make it a point to make your life hard and what I feel like people don't understand right now is if this virus is as serious as it sounds then you really want to flatten the curve so they say you really want to reduce the amount of things that you're doing the amount of contact that you're having with people and there are people who literally will come out every day just because every day to penny shop every day for returns of things they bought yesterday and they're broke today so they're bringing it right back like literally a couple bags of chips and a hot pocket you're bringing it back the next day type of ordeal people who will argue with you because you know the store's packed and there's not enough people working there well quite frankly a lot of people would prefer to stay home and with the lack of employees, I learned this the other day when I woke up late. I didn't wake up one time to open the store. The store didn't open until I got there because nobody else was there. In the event that everybody stayed home, there would be no opening of this business in a small neighborhood where nobody else has any place else to shop. And the people who make it hard for us the people who come in argumentative about simple procedures I don't like the face mask it breaks my skin out I can't breathe in there it it just bothers my anxiety however it's part of our store policy that we have to tell everybody to wear one we have to wear one unless you have a medical condition and they'll argue with you about it and call you out your name and all type of tomfoolery you know and then you have people who are a bit understanding, and then you have people who literally just come to bother you. Like, we have a few stuck-up, broke people that will really argue with you about 35 cent. I don't understand how you live a bougie, essential lifestyle when you come here every day for couponing, for things that you don't need, buying hundreds of dollars worth of things you're going to return in about two days because you spent money you didn't have. A lot of people, oh, we're donating, we're doing this. And I've seen no such community progress. Quite frankly, if you are going to come out and you don't need to, consider the people who are unable to come out. Consider the people who are coming out for the first time in over a week. The elderly, I've had a few elderly complain. I've had a few younger folks complain. You know, I've had a few people who are on the shorter end of the stick have to go without. And that's unfortunate because we have a shortage on a lot of supplies. If you're going to come out and do extra and buy the entire store out of whatever supply it is that you're looking for, consider the people who may or may not have had a chance to come outside, who may or may not be able to come outside, who may or may not have money at this time. I try to purchase things whenever I can and give them to the people who need it. Occasionally, I'm able to do things like that. I can't do it all the time, but when I find things, I do. And I just feel like this is the time that shows people's true colors. You see who the assholes are. You see who the hoarders are. You see who the greedy people are. You see who the people with nasty attitudes are. Because most of the time, they will smile at you and seem like the sweetest person in the world. But now that it's crunch time, they're showing their true faces, their true colors. It's been getting hot out here lately. People are saying, fuck quarantine, fuck stay at home, fuck coronavirus. And they're gathering in my city, hundreds of people deep in project areas, or should I say low-income housing. 
you know, HUD housing, ARCO housing, at least in the state of Pennsylvania, that's what it's called. And they're gathering in these areas extraordinarily deep. People that don't even live in these areas are going here to party. So, you know, beforehand, you come to this place of business, the essential business, to get the things that you're looking for. We got seasonal. We got summer sales. We have food. We have some clothes. We have just about a little bit of everything. So people come here, and they come to party, and they come to get things. And I understand you're upset when we don't have anything, but if you can consider exactly how many people are looking for the same amount of things as you, then you would be like, oh, no wonder you don't have it. Or we're understaffed and we don't have a chance to fully stock the store because every time we turn around, there's a line of 30 people who don't want anything but a pack of cigarettes or one bag of chips and some cash back. These are the reasons that, you know, we're slacking a little bit. And you got to remember that we're humans. We shop in the same places we work. We, you know, we got to do our thing too. We try. We try. And the only thing we can do is try. But the thing is, we got to work together. If you come into a store and you're shopping and you don't want something, try your best to be considerate and act as though you can to sort of work there. Like, don't just leave things all over the place. When you come to look for doormats or curtain rods or whatever the case may be, don't just throw the product all over the floor and block it for somebody else. Because stores like us, where we don't see it, where we don't know about it, we get complaints and we get bad ratings. And then neighborhoods like ours where there is no other place to shop won't have a store because it'll eventually close down if we're not making the sales, if we're not making the money, or if we just aren't able to please the people. When you come to the store and you know that you maybe don't want something, hand it back to the person at the register because it's their job to put it back. But if you leave it all over the store, it'll never be in the right place. We might not be able to find all that product. Another person might come looking for something that possibly could have been the last item, but it's placed in somewhere it doesn't belong and nobody knows about it. When you come to the store, remember that social distancing is a thing. Please try not to walk up on your cashiers or your stocking people or your people that bring the truck in, you know, food and drinks, your waiters, your bartenders, your cooks, when they come out, because sometimes they have to come outside to deliver your food because you know we have curbside pickup try your best not to invade their personal space that's one of the biggest things that I have a problem with when I'm in the store people stop me to talk to me clearly I have on a name tag and the first thing they say is hey do you work here so I'm like yes yes I do how may I help you because I like helping people and the first thing they do is walk dead up on me closer than arms reach like if you wanted to hug me you could just to ask me where an item is now party people i ask you please keep in mind that the people who work there are people just like you we're all the same people you know i'm broke i have to come to work to make sure i get the things on the shelves and on the registers or wherever the place that i'm at may be so that you can get what you need but after i get off i gotta shop too i gotta get what i need i'm just a normal person i make mistakes i move slow sometimes i don't know the answer to your question and sometimes i'm tired and i'm frustrated too remember everybody has feelings try not to take your attitude out on people try to be a bit more considerate what i've noticed through this whole COVID thing is 
it's like consideration and common sense has gone out the window people don't care about other people it's lately been go for self but together we're stronger you know it's all for one and one for all if you think about that it takes a village to raise a child recently in my neighborhood a little boy 16 got killed at the corner store across from my job and it turns out the person who shot him was also a little boy not even a couple days later a fight broke out in broad daylight amongst kids when really it was an adult problem and a little 14 year old boy pulled a gun out it's getting hot outside people are agitated people don't have it because they're not working people are stressed out they're angry they're scared some people are sick some people just don't get it all and now that things are going even more downhill they're in a dire situation things are getting real people are robbing people are killing people are finding reasons to argue for no reason and now that it's hot more and more people are feeling more and more inclined to come outside to enjoy the weather as you should I like to come outside and enjoy the weather too but we got to remember just because we can come outside just because we want to enjoy the weather doesn't mean that we should overdo it too much of a good thing isn't good try to keep yourself safe try to keep to the people you've been around i'm not saying in groups of two or three not at all it's your right to party it's your right to be around whoever you want but just remember those other people might have things too make sure you ask your friends how they're feeling make sure you ask your friends if they're comfortable coming around you know or having people come around i have people that just pop up at my house sometimes but I don't mind. I enjoy it. I have people that invade my personal space sometimes, and sometimes I do, man. Remember, common courtesy is not common. Common sense is not common. Ask your friends before you invade their space, because while some people don't mind, a lot of people do. Make sure that you're courteous to the people who come out to work essentially in your restaurants, in your hospitals, in your hotels, especially the ones that are there for extended living. Those housekeepers don't make a lot of money. In fact, a lot of them rely on tips. Those bartenders don't make a lot of money. They never did. And now with business hours cut, a lot of businesses shut down. Hotels and things are the few places that still have these amenities available. Remember to be kind to them. People who are essential are basically frontline workers you know they're putting their lives at risk they could possibly get sick they could bring it home to their kids and their family remember that we're all equals we're all out here taking chances so try to be a bit more courteous try to understand that everybody's having hardships right now there's a lot of businesses that won't open back up and we're going to talk about those businesses. And if you'd like, please do send in voice messages because, you know, it's late night. I'm probably rambling. But I hope that I am making a little bit of sense to anybody out there that's listening. Uh, we're going to have a commercial break and we'll be back shortly. All right, party people, I am back. So I was leaving off. I was going to talk about the economy and how things are crashing well, they're saying things are crashing, which is understandable. Our main concerns are 
what's going to happen to the businesses that were smaller businesses, the ones who were paying a lot of rent for the places they were at because they were making a lot of business. And now that they're not, they're shutting down. We were losing one of our historical places at like to call it historical because it's been known for years in Pittsburgh, the original hot dog shop. How about the owner has continued trying to invest all of his money to keep this business open, but he can't afford to take these losses. Now, fortunately, we have a person in Pennsylvania who helped save a couple of our sports teams. He is interested in purchasing that business. And I'm not going to get into any names, but when you consider other businesses like your local restaurants in your neighborhood, your local clothing shops, the ones that aren't owned by corporate companies, you know, like the places who sell customized things, the people who make handmade things, you know, what about your small time stores that make handmade soaps, the places you can get like your African products at. You know, your Jamaican food restaurants, your local corner stores that aren't owned by foreign companies. I mean, the ones that are owned privately by regular people like you and me, you know, just people from their neighborhood that saved up their money to invest in a business and unfortunately had to shut down. But when rent is a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars for your location and you've been closed down for months you're not generating enough money to pay that rent because you're not making any income. You know, you're not selling any products. You're not selling these clothes or shoes or whatever the product is that you have. If it's a corner store that didn't sell food, you know, maybe they just specialized in tobacco products like your local tobacco shop and they weren't considered essential. There are a few places like that, a couple vape shops that closed down and a couple of these vape shops that we have out here there's a couple chains but they're still privately owned by a guy that we've never met but we also know that you know this you don't see too many of them there aren't many of them because it's privately owned you have like maybe two or three and if you're paying rent for two or three and you're not making any money chances are when everything opens back up these are the places that aren't going to open you know you're little bit of hair stores that served as part-time corner stores you know you get your snacks and your chips and your hair extensions and colors and you know small things we got a few of those that ended up closing because they didn't offer anything that was life-sustaining so they had to shut down the businesses that didn't are seeing hefty fines man hefty fines and that on top of backed bills and while they're saying they won't evict people they won't you know kick you out right now all of that back money is adding up because yeah they're giving you a break due to the circumstances but at the end of the day these large corporations want their money they're not interested in the people the fact that the people haven't been making money and so I personally consider that that's the part of the economy that's truly going to crash. Our mom and pop businesses, our mom and pop restaurants, you know, that place that makes really, really good pancakes. But there's only one of them. Like we have one in our shady side area. These guys have been open since before I was born and they specialize in breakfast all day long. They're not open past four o'clock. You know, they open early. 
They close early, you know, places that senior citizens like to go. There's a couple places that used to be open 24-7 that offer those same things, but there's only one of them. There's only maybe one or two. They're not going to be able to open back up, especially the ones that are corner businesses that were paying an arm and a leg to be there. They're used to seeing hundreds of people a day. Now you're not seeing anybody. Meanwhile, the larger businesses, the corporate-owned businesses, the restaurants and things, they can offer takeout, carry-out, curbside pickup, things like that. You know, red lobster, chilies, you know, stuff like that. You can order it, Texas Roadhouse. You can pick it up from outside the door. You know, they bring it out to you. Or you could Uber Eats. You could... DoorDash or Grubhub or whatever app it is that you use to get your food and you know they just bring it out sit it on a door you can tip them digitally so you don't have to exchange any money or physical contact I personally I don't mind the physical contact I just don't like when my space is invaded but whatever the case may be these corporate companies can afford to do that while these smaller companies these smaller businesses the ones that you know, are singularly owned, can't afford to do that. What are they going to do? They're probably going to close. But you know what? We got to keep our money in our collective communities. And this isn't just about Pittsburgh, because this is anywhere USA coming to a city near you. I feel like this message right here, if you're listening, applies to everybody in every city, whether it's a suburb, big city, metropolitan area, country if you have small businesses there that had to shut down that may have been struggling whenever things open up when these businesses are able to open up keep your money in your community help them build their businesses back up let's help each other you know it's power in numbers together we stand divided we fall if you want to save an economy You have to help save the businesses. And believe it or not, it all starts with the little guy. People like me make pennies to a dollar. I am a manager, literally, in almost the most literal sense to the point where I do scheduling and things. I'm not the general manager, but I'm the next step down. And to be honest with you, my checks where I work at are like two, three hundred dollars. I've never had money more than three hundred and seventy seven dollars and some change after taxes. But I spend almost my each and every day there. When people don't want to come in, I double, you know, we don't make a lot of money. So in order to keep our communities flowing and flourishing and good in order to keep our economy good we got to start with the little guys we got to start with the people who are making pennies to a dollar because while they're out here making millions and being upset that businesses are closed because big businesses are losing money big corporations are losing money oil prices are going down gas prices are going down rental companies are literally getting ready to sell cars for a very low price because they're not getting any business because travel is not the thing to do for a lot of people right now what we need to do as a collective people no matter where you are is support whatever stores that you do have in your area support 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 you know go to those restaurants when they're able to open when business is slow when they need to get their money back up support them you know prices might get inflated a little bit but that's because 
the product in demand is hard to get. Normally, a loaf of bread would be like a dollar and a quarter. You know what? It's a dollar and 75 cent in some areas right now. That's because the retailer, the manufacturer is charging more because they know that people are shopping more. They're waxing on prices. I was putting out new price labels for garbage bags and dish soap this past week because, you know, on certain days every week, we do our price changes. And most of the time, it's a deduction. Most of the time, we're lowering the price. But this past week, I noticed on Tuesday that the price on garbage bags went up a whole 50 cent. And when this corona thing first started, the price of our eggs was a dollar and 50 cent. They went all the way up to 225. At first they went up to 175, then they went up to 225. People in some places were paying almost $3.50 for a carton of eggs that were literally only worth a dollar 25. Because manufacturers and companies are gouging their prices and price gouging really should be illegal but it can't be illegal because people got to sustain their business the people who are sending the shipments out to our smaller stores or our larger corporations they're probably paying more to create the product because you know it all starts somewhere the creation of the product down to the packaging of the product, the shipment of the product, and then the sale of the product. So it's a long process and everybody's losing in some way, shape, or form. But what we as a people have to remember to do is not take advantage. What I've learned about people who are just now personally selling things for their own gain and profit, like people have randomly started making masks, some of which are not really safe at all. Some of which you probably couldn't breathe out of, but they look pretty. You know, little Louis V's and Gucci's and stuff like that. They are literally selling them for 10 times more than it costs them to make it. People are charging $10, $20 for a mask that they spent maybe $3 to make and maybe five minutes putting together. And that's taking advantage of the people. When we have a store that requires you to have something, but the same store that's asking you to have something is not selling the product that we're asking you to have. For instance, we require masks. Our store has not sold a face mask since coronavirus started because we don't have any for sale, but we do have some that they sent for our workers. Now, while we're not supposed to, I'll be honest, there are elderly and children who usually come to our store every single day. And so, yes, when they are lacking what they need for entry, I don't mind and my team members don't mind providing that. Yeah, we might be taken away from ourselves, but at the same time, we're helping somebody else. And that's what we need to remember about the economy. It all starts with the little guy. We got to help each other. We got to support our smaller businesses, but we need our smaller businesses to remember. Don't take advantage of the people just because it's high in demand does not make it okay to take something that people don't really have. People are out here panic purchasing. They are scared. They are just stocking up on things that they probably don't need. When this first started, people were buying toilet paper like it was going out of style and fighting over it. But 
the part that puzzled me is if you're going to catch a virus, toilet paper is not going to be what protects you unless you're planning on getting viciously sick and voiding all of your bowels for the rest of your natural life. Hoarding it isn't going to help. You can't eat it when you run out of food because while people were buying these products, the toilet paper, the paper towels, the alcohol, and the sanitizer, nobody was purchasing rice, vinegar, canned goods like non-perishable items that are truly life-sustaining. Nobody was buying body wash or bars of soap, but they were looking for antibacterial hand soap. Nobody was buying toothpaste or mouthwash, or even first aid kits, batteries, and matches. Now, anybody who may have taken part of a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout or maybe even the American Boys and Girls Club, shout out to them. I've been with them since I was a little kid. I even volunteered there as a teenager. They teach you survival things and things that you might want to have with you. And so these little businesses that may be able to sell these things, you want to go to your local store, your small stores, the places that are just reopening, and you want to purchase those things from there. You want to remember that too much of a good thing isn't good. You want to remember that we have good germs and we have bad germs. So don't overdo it on the Lysol. Don't overdo it on the bleach. Don't overdo it, period. Because you need to be able to keep your immune system strong. That's the problem with isolation. If everybody's overcleaning, over isolating, wearing masks, you're lowering your immune system in some way, shape, or form. And when you get exposed to the tiniest speck of germ, you're going to get sick. No, it's not going to be coronavirus more than likely. It's going to be a common cold or a flu or something that you simply could have fought off without ever getting sick. But you can't because you're not used to being exposed to the things that we do on a day-to-day basis. Think about the trail of a dollar, how dirty that money is. And all the people that wear gloves and touch that same money, then they take those gloves and they touch their same bag of chips. And then they open those chips, remove the glove that already touched all over it, and eat it. That's really not helping the cause. I mean, it might make you feel better. And shout out to anybody who, you know, it makes it feel better. Whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you happy. But at the same time, remember, too much of a good thing is not good. Remember to bad bleach. Remember to keep vinegar. Remember to keep noodles, rice, dry goods, canned goods. Remember to always have batteries, matches. Um, Try to get lighters that are refillable. Try to keep paper towels. And since they're hard to come by, just buy wash rags. And what you can do is they have clothing disinfected. Honestly, at this point, if you're always out and about and you're not social distancing and you're always, you know, place to place, just throw your clothes in the washer. They have detergent that's literally for that. I've got some spray that's like clothing sanitizer that I got from my store. It was two bucks. You know, just remember that we got to keep ourselves clean. But if you overdo it, we're going to cause more harm than good. And remember that some of these smaller stores... Their prices, like I was talking about price gouging, their prices are going to be higher than usual. But with all the money they've missed, with all of the business they've lost, it's understandable. And hopefully it won't stay that way. It's up to us 
as a people. It's up to us as communities. It's up to us as even individuals to remember where we came from, to remember that we all had a goal. We all had a dream. We all had, you know, just the other day, it seemed like regular, boring lives. The same mundane tasks all the time. Wake up, brush your teeth, drink your coffee, have your breakfast if you have time. Go to work, be stressed, be bored, hate your job. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Complain about it, but do it. Get off of work, clean your house, take care of your kids if you have them, your pets or whatever. Same thing every day. Not much for a lot of us would have changed during this stay at home. Because a lot of us didn't have anything to do but work and stay home anyway. For those people, and I know quite a few who were able to go out every night, babysitter every night, club hopping every night, maybe just running the streets every night, maybe just in and out of town all the time. You know, that was your thing. That might have been your hustle or whatever the case may be. All of that stopped for a while. A lot of cities had their restrictions that are different from other cities. A lot of laws are different. A lot of states right now are in different stages. A lot of that stopped. A lot of that money quit moving. So a lot of things are going to cost more than usual. And right now, if I were you guys, I'd get a generator, but I'd get an electric generator. And the people who come to your house talking about solar-powered energy, I would invest in that. Because should things get really bad, And the people who are important to us that we don't acknowledge, such as the people that work at the nuclear plants, who's thinking about them right now? The steel mills, the paper plants, who's thinking about them right now? The people who control the electrical grid that keeps our cities and our states and whatever country light on, wherever you are, the people who keep the energy running at these big power plants, we don't think about them. If all of them were to quit or walk off, or go on strike, or maybe fall ill, God forbid. Like people at the meat packaging places have been getting sick lately. If we lose them, we lose a lot. We lose power, we lose resources, we lose food, and we lose money. But money is not really the bigger deal here. Survival is the part. And we need each other. We need to help each other. We need to band together. We need to see who the people in our areas, city, community, rural, country, whatever it is, wherever it is that you are, even if it's just a beach house and you got four neighbors, we need to figure out which of these neighbors are in need. Which of these neighbors are having struggling businesses that had to close down? Which of these neighbors got exclusive fans because they don't feel like people should be forced to wear a mask? Because it's our right to choose. If you want to take a risk, then you want to take a risk. If you don't, then you don't. But it's your right to choose. It's your body. Nobody can tell you what to do with that. The thing is, when they're trying to tell you what to do with that, it's not just the fact that they want to control you. It's the fact that they're trying to consider how to help other people, the safety of other people other than yourself, just like people who are anti-vax. And I'll personally say that I don't get the flu shot and I don't get a lot of those vaccinations. And quite frankly, I've never gotten sick. I've never had the flu a day in my life. However, there are a lot of people who 
possibly could get sick. There are people who could be carriers of these same germs and not know it, but that's their choice. You know, and when you tell people about vaccines and you tell people about gloves and face masks and stuff like that, some people think that it's for the protection of themselves. Some people feel like it's to protect themselves from other people. Some people are just doing it because they heard it's the thing to do. You have a lot of people who are followers who just do whatever people tell them to do. And that's cool, too. If that's what makes you feel comfortable, then rock on. Do whatever makes you comfortable. But remember, this is the time where we need to start being more considerate. We need to start being more efficient about our economy, about our people, about the way that we treat and love our neighbors. You don't have to love them. You don't even have to like them, but have some love in your heart. You know, have some patience because people are frustrated, man. And when you're frustrated, people have a habit of taking it out. When you're angry, people have a habit of lashing out. When your business is failing because you had to close or because you refused to make people do something that they didn't want to do and now you're paying for it, yeah, you're angry. Workers, guys, I know you don't want to be at work. The people who come there that are rude to you, that give you attitudes, I know you don't really know how to respond to that because whatever they're upset about is truly not your fault. But please remember keep it professional. Don't take it out on people. Don't take it out on the public. Remember that they need you as much as you need them. Because without the community, without the public, none of these businesses would continue to function. Without you guys, and thank everybody, hospitals, doctors, nurses, nursing homes, my grandmother is in one. Shout out to everybody, even home health aid people. Thank all of you for helping thank you to all the grocery store workers the hardware store workers the mechanics who are still seeing people to fix their rides the bus drivers who are still risking their safety to take people to their jobs the people who are still cooking food in restaurants you know the people who are packaging at the warehouse to ship out the supplies that all these other stores need thank you to the the small businesses that were able to stay open because they do offer something life essential and thank you to the small businesses that closed because you know what it might be a hard time right now but you did that because you did what you had to do you did what you really didn't have any choice in the matter to do and it's not anybody's fault it's really not nothing that we can do about it but when we do open back up try to think about the public the lack of funds a lot of people got their stimulus checks and they didn't pay that back rent they didn't pay that back car note they didn't pay those back utilities because they know they're not going to get shut off anytime soon but remember when this all ends a lot of people's bills are going to be stacked up a lot of people blew through the money that was given to them a lot of people panic bought they panic shopped they blew all of their check on items that they thought they would need because they imagined post-apocalyptic times staying in the house when it really wasn't that deep if everybody could have taken the time out of their day for two weeks all of us at the same time and just stayed in for only two weeks we probably wouldn't be closed as long as we are because we'd have given ourselves as individuals enough time to stay away from each other outside of your immediate family or people that live with you.
all you needed was maybe two weeks, maybe three, I guess. I'm not a professional. I don't know. I'm guesstimating, and this is just my opinion. My opinion is like an asshole. Everybody has one. I won't say that I'm right or that I'm wrong. I'm not stating any facts. I'm just stating feelings, you know, thoughts. This is what our podcast is really about. It's really about just things that you think about, things that you feel. A lot more community-based things will be happening. And I'm going to try to gather a drive for our smaller businesses where if we could you know, figure out what businesses are in our community, please do send in voicemails, voice messages, I believe, to our page. I'll share the link on our Facebook, both our page and our group, Facebook page, Anywhere Live, Facebook group, Anywhere USA, come into a city near you. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Anywhere USA 2.0. And pretty soon I'll be trying to host drives and fundraisers and even just donation community type of things for our smaller businesses so that when they do open back up if they are opening back up we don't have to price gouge we'll be able to you know live within our means because i'll reiterate i live in a low-income community we live in a a borough where we have our own cops but a lot of our schools got merged together you know, I'm from Wilkinsburg, Pennsylvania. We're not Pittsburgh, we're Wilkinsburg. But our high school got shut down and our kids got sent to Pittsburgh public schools. Well, now everybody's on a computer, which is probably a good thing. But our schools have been closed before this Corona thing. And then when we did get our Turner School up on Lakedon Road to open up again, this this happened. And, well, they're closed too. Remember, the teachers might not be getting paid as much and a lot of our teachers at least where I'm from don't make a lot of money garbage men make more than the teachers and honestly a lot of our our school system a lot of our education system isn't that great but we'll save that for another podcast so when we band together when I start posting my ideas on social media I'll be calling out small businesses I'll be talking about their company, their business, what they do, what they provide. If it's a restaurant, if it's a clothing line, if it's just a privately owned LLC, for instance. My cousin has one where she Ubers children. She used to to school. It's carpools called Kids Rap Free. And that's an LLC. It is a company where you're able to carpool your children to school at a low price. And the people who can't afford it, are still able to get there now lately as you can imagine with everybody staying in and the schools being closed and all of the stipulations that make people feel uncomfortable about sending their kids back to school schools are losing money teachers aren't making money parents are giving up on helping with the online stuff because a lot of us you know didn't foresee this type of thing happening so when we call out these smaller businesses and we talk about what they do and what they represent I would like for people to pay attention in your community these businesses I'd like to see what you guys specialize in I'd like to hear from anybody and everybody wherever you're from no matter what it is that you do whether you're a mechanic or you work on roofs maybe you clean office buildings 
Maybe you just clean carpets. Maybe you work at a convenience store. Maybe you work at a family dollar, Dollar General, Dollar Tree, Big Lots, Kmart, if it exists still. Um, In my city, we don't have Kmart anymore. I miss it. I love that store. If you work at a gym, and the gyms are slowly but surely going to start reopening. If you're a personal trainer, what services do you provide? We want to know if you're a nail tech, if you're a hairdresser, if you're a barber, if you're a dentist, and you have a privately owned, you know, you have a privately owned little dentist place. We'd like to hear about that. We'd like to hear about the way that your company works. What are you really great at? What is the best thing that your company does for these privately owned eyeglass places that optometricians? I I don't know. It's late night and I'm having a hard time. Obstetricians maybe I think they're called. I might be wrong. We'd like to know Are you specializing in whitening? Do you accept walk-ins? What type of insurance? Do you accept people who don't have insurance? Do you have payment plans? Any and all businesses calling any and all small businesses in any and all cities. We need to hear from you. We need to know how to boost our economy, and it all starts with you. It all starts with our small-town workers. It all starts with our small-town businesses. It all starts with our school, and it all starts in our communities everywhere. Whether you're rich or you're poor, your business is still your business. Your life is still your life, and you have every right to enjoy it. Together, we can. So let's try to make it easy for everybody. Let's try to work together, and we're going to take another small commercial break before we end the night and this will be really quick so we'll be right back all right guys this is me wrapping it up telling you guys good night i'm probably gonna come back with one more short podcast but anyway here's the overview remember to ask your friends and family if they're comfortable before you invade their space. Remember to ask people how they feel. Remember to be considerate and kind, whether you're a worker or a customer or just an innocent bystander passing by. Remember to respect your neighbors and their property and always remember the best way to build your community back up is to support your local businesses, no matter where you are, no matter what it is that you do. Remember, to shout them out and this next podcast is going to be coming up extraordinarily soon within maybe the next couple minutes and I'm going to be talking about my plan to promote smaller businesses and once again please 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 feel free to send your voice messages your clips your thoughts your opinions let us know if you have a business what it does where you're at we are hoping looking forward to hearing from you looking forward to hearing from anybody who wants to be heard from if you have an idea of a topic please feel free to let us know we have a email address that's anywhere usa 2.0 at gmail.com please do send in anything that you have questions about any concerns any suggestions or you know maybe just a comment a thought I'll be more than happy to discuss it. I'll be more than happy to represent it. And I'll be more than happy to support you. So remember, love your neighbor, support your community, and stay safe.